0: Now entering nerdist.com.
1: Welcome to the Sex Nerd Sandra Podcast. Whoa, what are these kids doing in here? Hey, if you're under 18, go ask your mom. Now that we're alone, let's start the show. Hello, sex nerds. Welcome to another uh, round of Q&A today. Uh, I'm here with Ed Salazar and Dave Ross, and we're going to be answering your questions that you've emailed to me. (laughs) It's very exciting. They're Dave, giving each other the eyes.
0: Dave and I just nodded at each we other. We did. It. This is an audio <laughs> thing we're doing. We should say hello. Hello. <laughs> hello. Hi, Ed. How hey, are Dave. you? Hey, Dave. Sandra.
1: Hello. Hi. I'm
0: here in the room with Ed and Dave. They'll be standing in the corner, not talking. <laughs> 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 crying. <laughs> just crying. Well, like you do.
1: That's what corners are for. Right. And homes. Yeah.
0: Huh. Uh The tracks <laughs> of my tears.
1: Um, so uh, we've got a great round of questions, actually. And I just want to jump right in. Um yeah because we've got actually i I can't wait let's do it oh my god let's do, do, it. do it i'm okay. so excited okay right. um oh but i want to give a tip first can yeah. i give a tip are you guys yeah, cool? do I, sure I, if i mm. give it give it a tip? there's always room Just for a tip. tip oh ooh. yeah
0: <laughs> that's right bro <laughs> we did uh, it bro so, so ed and my uh <laughs> high school football team is going to be playing
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> um oh, sorry
0: and my truck Go America. Sorry. I
1: actually really enjoy that you guys just did that because this is actually about uh, the tip. And it actually has to do with, um, well, I would say female bodies more. Um, but when you enter someone's uh, orify, it's really important. Okay, when people get in there, right? Like, okay, let's say I've got a penis and I'm like, penetrating someone. It's really important to not just dismiss that first entry. Because if you go in and just immediately slide right in, you are missing the opportunity to really – there is a certain amount of uh, nerve-ending surprise of, of like, especially if you, you've warmed up and you're ready for it and you want it so bad. And so when you first get in there, if you're just like, oh, one inch, two inch, five inch, and you're just in there, it's better to slowly go in, pull out, slow go in, pull out. So any sort of penetrative sex is… Just really enjoy that those first few inches and stay there and savor it because the person especially who's receiving, it, they appreciate that kind of uh, acknowledgement that that is a really special moment in the, in the sex process. Um, so that's my tip is just really just, just, just get in there a little bit and then have fun right there for a while and then and then go in deeper. That, that's what I'm saying.
2: It's always fun to make someone pull you in too. Like...
1: It's, I mean, they're just like, no, no, no more. Yeah. Like, no.
2: like, there's nothing that will make you feel better as a man than a girl grabbing your ass and shoving you, like, pulling you in. This is a very good point. Like, that is like, you, want, you got a trophy. You won first prize. That makes you feel great. So, it's like, why not play with them a little bit? Like, tease them a little bit. So
0: uh, yeah, the teasing is so fun. It's almost the most fun. It really is yeah, the totally. most.
1: Totally. And and um, if if we're talking about the other orifice, uh, anally, um, that's why a lot of people do like uh, the toys, uh, anal beads, is because you're creating over and over again that sensation of penetration. It's just like boink, 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 boink. It's like ooh, 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 <laughs> uh, over and over again. And so there's a reason why anal beads exist. Um, so just no matter where you're you're rocking, it can it can feel quite nice. So yeah. Hmm.
2: And they should match your shoes, right? That's right. Your anal beads have yeah, to match always, your shoes. That's a thing. I always match a my belts thing. to
1: my shoes to my to anal beads. beads. Yes. Oh, so, yeah.
2: I, how how long is too long for anal beads, by the way? Like, how many be <laughs> Like, how long do they get? I'm, I, I've never used anal 14. beads. I've had anal sex, but I've never <laughs> used anal toys in any way. About
1: the length of a garden hose is probably too long. Jesus. You no, know, um, it was funny, actually, because I was talking to a woman the other day about anal beads because she was looking at there were two kinds. One had eight beads and one had 10. They were all very small, but they start like super tiny and then go up slightly. And they're made of a, a fairly hard material. Um, and she was debating between the eight beads and the 10 beads. I'm like, honestly, the 10 beads for your first like anal toy, like just go eight. Like you're fine. Like that's already like, seven inches of, of fun. Like you're going like so deep. With the, the, the 10 beads, that you're kind of getting into the deeper anatomy yeah. that you may or may not be ready to. Yeah. First toy, just go with At the that
0: point, beads. the beads are like coiling up yeah. in yeah. your rectum. But to be fair, price per bead with a 10 bead is a better value. So that's like, <laughs> that's really so <laughs> I peculiar. always get the big peanut butter. I when buy I <laughs> I like to buy my anal beads in bulk mm-hmm. at cost I go to Smart and Final for my anal
1: beads. <laughs> there we go. That
2: will be the final.
1: But you just—you <laughs> actually reminded me is that there are the flexible types of anal beads and then there are the, the more rigid type where if you hold it, is it droopy or is it straight? Yeah. And um, I just – so that in the 70s or whenever when anal beads – People thought you were supposed to just rip them out of your uh, someone's butt hole. Like when, like, it was a magic orga- trick, yeah, at, at orgasm, and and um, people tend to like to go in and out with them more gently, and and be by we and be like, oh, how many beads do I have in? Yeah, you yeah. um, know, and just play with that. But when they're really soft and just sort of collapse, you don't have the rigidity, so you have to like really be like picking them up and putting them in again. And it's just it's it's easier when they're rigid. So you have to think about how you want to use this toy. Uh if you just want them all to just to be chill in there and really flexible and you just want to pull them out once, go soft. But if not,
2: but um, if you were no, using no. it almost more like a vibrator or a
1: dildo sort of thing. Yeah, in out slowly and really Forever. enjoying every single bead, then yeah, you might want something a little bit more firm. Yeah. Like um Tantus, this is a silicone toy company, they make one called the Ripple. It's real small, also doubles as a butt plug, but about four inches long, um several beads on there. Uh and fantastic and rigid. So I think that's a really good one. But, yeah.
2: Um the first porno I ever saw was the Analyst. Well, one of the first pornos actually the Analyst. But we didn't know that when we rented it. We got an eighteen-year-old to rent it, and he and we were like, he we thought it was the Analyst, and uh, and then like five minutes into the movie, he's this couple's like going for a relationship help. He's like, no, 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 I'm not an Analyst. I'm an Analyst, and that was the first time I ever saw um, anal beads mm-hmm. and to this day i still am confused by them <laughs> i think that movie threw me off
1: yeah I, they're they're a thing they're definitely I th- a thing.
2: i've 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 always just assumed that they were basically like the handkerchief trick
0: like you just thought that yeah. it was look what i can pull out of a butt
2: yeah yeah they didn't show them <laughs> going in they just saw him, showed them coming out and so because of that i think i've never understood how to use anal beads them. are the clown
0: car of the <laughs> sex world
1: they' really funny I don't know I'm no, um, actually well to tie up the whole uh entrance uh play or vestibule as we might call like the entry point into the body um you're capitalizing on that sensation with beads and I have met women who do have those sorts of toys and use them vaginally because they enjoy that sensation over and over again so either way um but important last thought is if you have a toy that's anal and you want to use it vaginally too, you have to make sure it's non-porous material and that you disinfect it in between uses or cover it with a condom so that you're not, uh, it's not harboring bacteria from back to front. So that's just to round that out guys, before we move on to (laughs) questions. Yeah. All right. First question is from a dude anonymously. Dave, take it away.
0: First off, I'm a huge fan of the show. I think it's awesome. And you're doing a terrific job with hosting and special guest selecting. Oh, (laughs) Okay, Ford trucks Um, That's just a joke I have with myself Uh, My question is this I unfortunately have difficulty In the lasting department Rapid ejaculation, I believe the dude called it In the first episode Anyhow, I've uh, combated this with either jerking off Before sex or getting drunk Which has been alright and picking up chicks at the bar But not so much with a girlfriend Ready for sex, honey? Sure, let me just shotgun these six beers What would you suggest In dealing with my predicament? Pun intended, thanks
1: Oh, this is a very important question. A lot of guys have this issue. He's at least
2: twenty-one. Yeah, it's happened to me before. Do we, do we have an age on him? Because that—he's not necessarily twenty-one. He's, yeah, he's at a bar drinking. But yeah, even, he's
1: right. I mean, he's—he's he's over than twenty-one. Sounds like yeah, probably, yeah. but why do yeah. you ask?
0: I
2: just because like rapid ejaculation amongst fifteen to eighteen-year-olds is a little is pretty yeah. common,
0: it's, right? So. Well, yeah, I mean, age would help in general. I—I I mean that happened with me intermittently up until i was like 25 or
1: so yeah it's a thing it's just interesting yeah. how female bodies tend to need so much time and they're trying to reduce the time and then guys are trying to increase their time so there's this is constant trying to meet in the middle thing that's happening right. with people um uh i mean there's a lot the two main things is one how you're masturbating. Uh, because a lot of people, they just want to do it as fast as they can. But then you're pre- you're basically training your body to come as fast as you can. And then you meet somebody else and you're like, oh, look at me coming as fast as I can. <laughs> and that's just not helpful um, in a relationship. So it's good to really pull out your masturbation sex, uh, session and learn to appreciate the more subtle sensations between starting and finishing so it's not just a direct line to coming. Right. Because you know, it is about the journey um, for where people try and make it about the journey. So yeah. that's important. I mean, I'm also the only person at this table who doesn't own a penis. <laughs> uh, would anyone like to comment on that one? Um, yeah.
2: I, I would say th- one of the things... There's some details I wish we could, like, go back and forth in a way. But uh, mm. if, if if you're having a problem where it's quick... Let her know that and say, well, the first time... I, I'm, I'm assuming the second time you orgasm, it's a little bit longer. When I was young, I used to call the third orgasm of the night a uh, re- uh, revenge orgasm. <laughs> because the first two would be so quick. And I'd be like, well, the third yeah. time, I'm really going to show you what yeah, I can do.
1: Huh. It just and, takes a long time. And then I'm just like, oh, I'm really tired now.
2: Now I'm older. Yeah. It's like I'm, 30, I'm 35. It's like the first time is actually the perfect amount of time to have sex it seems like so you it's an I, if you're young it's just you're young and that's what you're dealing with you get off quickly yeah so that and trust me some girls don't mind that sometimes it's uh
1: true. there's definitely people that i have been with who had practiced and 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 i've learned from people um, and partners that by practicing the whole masturbation trick uh, and also wearing a condom during masturbation, if that's uh, if you're using protection to practice that too, is that they practice and can go so long that I'm like, no, seriously, like I'm good. Right. Like, can we mm. move on? Right. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. tired. I heard that from girls for sure. <laughs> and so it's, it's just, but it's. Yeah, you don't usually talk about you. Don't usually hear that on the. Sometimes of a, girls know. are
2: like, "That's enough orgasms for me right yeah. now. I'd take a nap." Uh, I oh. have a
0: job.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: um, I have to walk tomorrow. I would say, um, I wonder, I wonder how uncomfortable uh, he is with himself during sex because I know that at the times, the times when I have uh, ejaculated prematurely is when I have been insecure about keeping my erection or insecure about what the girl thinks of me. Mm-hmm. They're like, and generally, yeah, I, either I will lose my erection or I will just ejaculate really fast. Mm. And it hasn't happened really, really at all in my like life now being really secure with myself when mm-hmm. sex.
1: That actually is really, I'm glad you said that because that reminds me of uh, an important thing to be aware of in your body, especially guys is, um, as an example, females, um, tensing of muscles, like, like being able to push up against something or flexing your thighs, a lot of, or uh, tightening or PC muscles can actually help encourage orgasm. And so it's something that um, as a female, I, I will play with in terms of uh, just sort of calibrating what body tension to hold myself at to help with, uh, with arousal. Guys tend to squeeze their butt cheeks and like really Tighten in the genital region, Mm -hmm. and that is doing nothing except encouraging your genitals to just explode. And so, relaxing and like like for instance, if you're on bottom, just just being aware and relaxing, like squeezing really tight, and then just completely letting it go. And practice that letting go feeling where you just are cool. Like that's important because that will help keep you from coming.
0: Yeah,
2: I I also wonder that you know depending on as you get older, I think you get a little bit more comfortable with these sort of setting things up differently with sex and discussing how you're going to go about having sex that time or whatever. But, uh, you know, like, if that's an issue, be like, you know, like, I can have sex three or four times a night. That's not a big deal. The first time is going to be quick. He's not prematurely ejaculating. It just sounds like he's doing it very early on. So, like, you know, let the girl go down on you. Come once. Then go down on her. Have her come once. Then by then you're going to make it a party. And then Yeah.
1: Yeah. The balloons. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs>
2: have chips. Just tell her about it. Just be like, look, I'm gonna come fast because I think you're so fucking hot. Like, look, I'm gonna look, come fast. Yeah, just look at her and go like, <laughs> You are so hot, I I seriously can't hold back right now. I'm gonna fucking come so hard inside of you right now, but I swear to God I'm gonna come back and fuck you again. If you say that to a girl, she's yeah. never gonna be offended or think you're weird. She's mm-hmm. gonna think you're awesome. Keep fucking me. It's true.
1: That would be fun. <laughs> Although make sure that it it's important to know because everybody's different. Make sure that if you've slept together in the past, that you're able, that you know her body in such a way that there will be uh, honest enjoyment on her end, that you can like play with her in a way that you know how to, cause some people are like, okay, um, my penis doesn't work. Oh, what do I do now with my mouth? Oh, now I'm like, we're in my brain. And then, you know, just make right. sure that Fair you guys enough. are comfortable yeah. enough. But I love that idea.
2: But yeah, be open. I mean, like I don't, I've had, when I come really hard or really fast early on or whatever, Every girl I know pats herself on the back. A girl oh, yeah. wants to feel good at sex, too, not just a guy. And attractive, yeah. If you make a girl come as fast as you come, don't you feel good about yourself sexually
0: as a guy? So, like, it goes both ways, you know? Yeah, and if you're willing to hang out and, you know, stick around and make right. it a... Se- I don't know. I've had a bunch of conversations with women who say, like, yeah, I'm into sessions,
2: yeah. you know? I want an evening, like, yeah, I want a totally. nice evening of sex, not, like... Mm-hmm. One thing and then, so yeah,
1: it's way more than just the orgasm, yes,
2: yes. yeah, yeah,
1: no, that's just the tagline. It's just, it's way more than it's just
2: way the more orgasm. than the orgasm. Dun, 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 I'll write a
1: book someday and that'll just be on the you've power.
2: got a lot of books to write. You I do.
1: do, I do. We're gonna yeah. sit you down, so there is. Important thing when you are like okay a male-bodied person <laughs> penetrating and oh my god I'm gonna come and it's only been a minute what do I do one thing is, is that the main movement that people know about is just in out in out in out in out and um there's a book called the multi-orgasmic man and one of my favorite things in this book is that um, think of it like screwing like literally you're screwing which is a circular motion with your hips kind of helpful if you you know a little salsa or like something where you practice swiveling your hips a little bit but actually just imagining that when your penis is inside and you're pressed up against um, the person's bits that you actually are swiveling like you're a screw and screwing into the person so that you have the maximum amount of uh, connection between your body and their body. And you're giving them sensation, you're giving yourself sensation, but it's not just like incredible like head moving in and out motion. So it's varying the types of movements. I remember I was in a new relationship, and somebody just started doing the screw motion, and I was so excited. I'm like, huh. yeah! And it would be like, in out, in out, in out, screw, 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 in out, in out, in out, screw, screw. And I was like, oh, it's like every few seconds I get like a vulva high five, and it's so <laughs> exciting because it's extra sensation. I want so. you to
2: start giving gold stars to people we were sleeping with when they do like <laughs> cool things, like on their forehead. Oh, uh,
1: like no, you my, just have a
0: board on your headboard. Uh, you're just like, oh, no. <laughs>
2: screw motion.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah uh, I think it's what. I don't remember if we said this in the podcast, but Jamie and I were talking about, Jamie Waxman and I were talking about how as a sex educator, it's really odd to date people because then there's this like, oh, I'm like, didn't they expect that you're expecting something? And then you, I feel like they're expecting, it's just really weird, to, you know, so that would definitely make things better. Don't
2: put don't that wouldn't. in your Cra- Craigslist ad. <laughs> you're like,
1: hey, I'm a sex educator and I will judge you.
2: Yeah. And yeah. it's really weird. Thank, thank you. Yeah.
1: can you imagine <laughs> me putting a Craigslist ad out? Oh my god. Oh. Anyway, enough of that. Um, so that's the screw motion, and oh, being drunk, Uh whiskey dick, generally means that you have a, will have a harder time keeping it up. So that may not be helpful either. And so definitely slamming six beers before sex uh, may not... Uh, sex is really difficult after Super Bowl Sunday, let me tell you. So just be very careful with the whole drunk thing. Um, More
2: like mediocre bowl. Yeah. Hey now.
1: <laughs> hey. Here we go.
2: Here, here, here we, go. we go. Comedy starting.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I do love that the guy jerks off before sex and is really conscientious of that. So I think that's cool. So I don't know.
2: But I would say... L- Oh, I may be redundant, but I, I would say, like, tell him, let, let the girl be a part of that. She might want to sure. just give and you a second hand. time. Yeah. <laughs> Let's yeah.
1: open with a facial. Mm-hmm. And we'll end with another facial. And then,
0: yeah. <laughs> We're just going to we'll close uh-huh. on the clown car anal piece. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and just FYI, I realize that people of all genders and orientations are listening to this. And um, but we do have uh, two uh, seemingly heterosexual males in front of me, so believe me, these sorts of tips are for anybody who's got these bits, and now they're holding hands. We are
0: holding hands.
1: Wow, that was a really beautiful moment between you two.
2: Yeah. I think All it works way. for guys, too. The, this advice is good for uh, same... It doesn't really work for female relationships as much, but for you know same-sex male relationships, same... I'm sure, sure there's dudes... Who come too early in that situation too so mm-hmm. yeah. so dudes listen up dudes on dudes listen up
1: No, I've definitely experienced that as, as I tend to be very much like oh I came, oh God, I want a sandwich <laughs> like, like it's really it's like it's, <laughs> it's a simple process in my in my life so for me if I come too fast, yeah, I'll totally be like, oh I still need to be in the moment now. Okay, and then working through that. So I'm just saying, like, everybody can experience that post-orgasm of, like, a a reduction in your ability to to be in the moment with sexually. Just
2: know five minutes later it's going to be awesome again. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. Or you can watch Doctor Who in the interim and, you know, and then to get distracted and then get back in the game.
2: Look, Pond is going to bounce me back as fast as anybody.
1: Oh, Oh. she's so cute.
2: Yeah, I know. (laughs)
1: Uh,
0: Are you talking Doctor Who now? Yeah, sorry. Uh, I don't know what's going on. (laughs)
1: Yeah, great things. things. It it
0: has. It is a Nerdist podcast. Chris Hardwick. You have to contractually. You have to mention Doctor Two, Doctor Who, at least one time in every Nerdist podcast episode. It It took me a long time to say.
1: No, it's okay. I, uh, yeah, I started watching it just to understand. And then now it's, it's, uh, yeah.
0: That's how I was with Battlestar Galactica. I never would have believed it was so good.
1: I, that, good I was going to say, this, this has been worse for me than Battlestar Galactica. But really? In terms of me being sucked in. And I was, I am I mean, Starbucks. Come on. Ugh. Okay. We can't even get into that because that's. Focus, guys. Yes. Focus. You can't bring up Battlestar Galactica. I'll start talking about it.
0: Stringer bell, dude. Um, sorry.
1: <laughs> okay. So.
0: We start, when we start talking to Stringer Bell, you and I are going to really have to hold hands. Right,
2: right. That dude's hot.
0: Yeah, he's hot for reals.
1: So, this one's a real simple one, um, and I appreciate that. It's about toys. Um, and this woman wrote I have never had good luck with toys. I've had a lot of ones die on me or just been very disappointing. I was wondering which toys you recommend the most. Okay, so this is like a lot of the questions I get, um, which is what's the best toy? Tell you know me. That seems you know like a now? big
0: question. Seems like there's a lot. It's of a huge to that question. question.
1: Um, the main thing is, what are you using it for? Uh, do you like to use it external? Do you like to use it internal? What's your budget? These are all important things to consider uh, when choosing a toy. Uh, things that make their any motor is going to wear out faster if you run it over uh, 20 minutes or so. I mean, you just you need to give it time to rest. So no matter what, you, you need to do that. Um, but also a lot of people love the little uh, like bullets attached to cables to a battery pack. So you have an external um, like cable that tends to get tweaked a lot and will, uh, loosen. So that is a huge, uh, problem with those sorts of toys, but they're so cheap and they're so just powerful and simple and only like usually 12 bucks or so. So, um, it's difficult, but in terms of what I recommend the most, um, I really can't, (laughs) some of the ones, uh, since you're female, female bodied, I'm gonna say the things that people uh, usually gravitate toward the most are either super tiny vibrators, uh, large back massager type vibrators, uh, rabbits if you like uh, stimulation internally and externally, um, luxury vibes that have a little bit of something like the Lilos, like the Gigi Lilo. That's about 110 bucks and really nice. Um, and you you can use it externally, internally, G's body. It's 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 rechargeable. It's great. Um, but that's just a that's a very you can use it for anything, basically. So it just depends, my friend. It just depends.
2: Uh, I, will, I will say two things with this. Number one, cost. My my experience with purchasing toys for somebody else, cost does not equal awesomeness of results necessarily. We won. I bought a hundred dollar vibrator, and or I'm sorry, like a sixty dollar vibrator, and then I came to Nerdist podcast and I won a pocket rocket. Oh. And that pocket rocket gets used more than anything else. That's- but you
1: came to my show, right? Yes, yes. It was the Sex Sandra show presented by an artist.
2: Yes. Do I have to say it like that all the time?
1: I felt like I had to for a while, but then I realized that it's built into the audio. TM.
2: T, uh, trademarked. Yeah. And copywritten. Uh, and that pocket rocket that was, is like a very inexpensive, small little clitoral stimuli- stimulating vibrator is the one that we use the most, and it's amazing works every time great thing uh the other thing i would say is that you know break it may not be an issue with the toy a toy just stimulates your body in a specific place so you know check out like what else you're doing when you're using it like uh are you just like trying to rush through and come as fast as you can because you have to go do laundry later you know or whatever it's like you're not gonna come if you're if it's not a good environment uh to do it anyway so like You have the toys. You've sounds like you've tried a lot of them. Now try to set set a. I always try to think. I do my when my girlfriend's out of town. I do like think when I'm masturbating. Like I'm gonna set up a nice masturbating session for myself. I'm gonna find videos that I really like online. I'm going to make sure it's quiet. I'm going to get lube. I'm going to sit down and really like give myself a nice jerk off time that's like not the normal utilitarian like I just have to get this out because sexual pressure is building up and I'm a busy man. So,
1: I'm but- so jealous of guys because you can just like sit down and do your thing. Because like for females, is I like, gotta be like you're on your back or or like are you stomach masturbator or like your butt's in the air or like you're over here and there's a thing there's arms going everywhere and it's just harder to reach. Guys can just sit there and light some candles and go to business. Just
2: stroke away. Plus, we can bench more. I mean, that's
0: really the big thing. Well, not me, but uh, <laughs> but all other guys can. So that's my
2: advice. Environment. And don't, and don't try to go cheap first and build your way up if you can't find an expensive.
1: Very good. I do tell people, especially mm. in their first toys, although she's obviously had a lot of toys, but with first toys, you definitely want to test something out first. And so you're not breaking the bank first and then, then go from there. Um, the sex toy primer, that's uh, episode two on the Sexford Sandra podcast. That one um, breaks it down a little bit. So you should definitely listen to that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Dave, you had something you wanted to say. Did I? I thought so. I don't think so. Have you ever bought in a sex toy for somebody? Uh, have I? Have you
0: used one? Yes, I have. I have had girls buy me. I have actually had girls give me vibrators uh, for my birthday, like on more than one occasion. Wait, like a
1: penetrative vibrating toy or like a Not to ring? be used on
0: you, but to use on them. To use on them. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, it was weird. Both yeah, times. Weird. Like,
1: here's a thing for me. Right. I'm going to give you.
0: Well, it was sort of like, yeah, but this is during sex and you like sex, but it was still like, for real, I'm going to get you a bowling ball for your birthday. Not that I bowl, but...
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Um, I, yeah, I've used them, but I don't... I haven't really... I don't know much about toys at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I've used what... Uh, like the toys that my girlfriends have had, and they bought and and like them already. So I don't really have much advice.
1: No. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. All right, sweet. Question number three. Uh,
0: this is from a man. Loving the podcast. I entirely identify with being a nerd and wanting to just know as much as I can about sex. That's great. Uh, I was wondering if you had any book suggestions for someone like me. I have a girlfriend and her sex life is decent, but I often find myself wishing I could please her more. Thanks.
1: Cool. Uh, When it comes to sex books, um, like just also finding out what she would like or what what where to go and how to please her that's really important because uh you can't just go like oh i want to please her more i i please you more now i will up the pleasing factor it's it depends on how you want to do that and one great thing to do is just have have a sex guide in your library that you can pull down and like over coffee in the morning or like going out or whatever just like look through it together and it will totally spark conversation i love doing that um two fantastic books uh one just it just came out recently in the last year or so called morgasm by the people over at babeland and it's it's a great name it's like disneyland uh sex guide because you flip through and there's all these incredibly happy pictures of naked people smiling and like just and beautiful like, like attractive people but it's not overly like ooh yeah it's more like yay i'm holding a sex toy or like
2: Team fun. that's great yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's totally
1: a team fun uh, book. Uh, so i I bought it immediately when I saw it. I'm like, I need this. Um, so that was an incredibly inspiring book. Um, so I love that one. If you want uh, one that's got a lot more words and less pictures and just is, is much more dense in information, the uh, Good Vibes guide to sex is is fantastic, and I really like that book and it has the cover is a little bit more like oh there's a there's an artistically drawn woman and, and it's kind of beige and so it's not as obvious like sex 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 so if you if that one's more comfortable i like that one a lot um
0: i've never read a sex book me neither
1: it's more like a choose your own adventure. You, you don't really read from front to back. You just sort of flip through, and I mean, you could, but that's you know, it's kind of
0: oh yeah. sure. I mean, I've picked them up on people's coffee tables, and have always yeah, it always sparks great conversation. Yeah, guys and girls, completely. By the way, it's an awesome party you're at right? with that on the coffee table. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Well, all of the people, every single person I hang out with, um, yeah, has an incredibly progressive apartment. That is true. Yeah, uh,
2: I I did read the... M- Marquis de Sade as a kid. I don't know mm-hmm. if he means, like, just instructional sex books, but, like, and also, like, I think you can get something from, I read. I used to sneak down and read my mom's romantic novels, you know, like the pirate or the cowboy who comes to town or whatever. With
1: Fabio on the cover. With
2: Fabio on the cover, like. You were a Danielle Steele kid. I read some Danielle Steele, like, mm-hmm. uh, Flowers in the Attic and stuff. But, like, I, I think that stuff is kind of interesting to read because that's generally how women, literary is how girls find out about sex like danielle steel is like a really big thing in most girls sexual development in a lot of ways so reading that stuff might be cool most
1: watch. do they
2: most girls i feel like well i'm i'm, I'm from platts nebraska danielle steel was a really big deal because they do talk about daniel steel is the one who well, no who wrote flowers in the attic um vc andrews i'm sorry okay V.C. Andrew books were, like, a big deal amongst, like, all the girls I went to school with because it was, like, one of the first things that was frankly described sex. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And it was pre-internet porn. So, but, like, it is kind of interesting to read how someone writes for a woman when they write romantic novels. Mm-hmm. And, like, so it is kind of interesting to read things like, you know, The uh, the Lost Pirate or something like that. And, right. You know, like... The Lost Pirate. The Lost Pirate. <laughs> yeah. And Marquis de
1: Sade
2: is just just crazy to read because you realize that any perversion that you have in your mind is not new. No matter what the Republicans want to tell you or whatever conservative person wants to tell you, we are not inventing anything new.
1: Yeah. Yeah. er Erotica is wonderful to get ideas. I I always encourage people to get get some erotica. I was just given something um, called, uh, from by Anais Nin, and she's an old literary as we were saying earlier, a literary uh, writer. She's a little. She's not awesome. just a writer. She's an author. <laughs> uh, so uh, I and her stuff is phenomenal. Um, if you want to learn specific female techniques. There is a book called She Comes First, and I talk about this book a lot, by Dr. Ian Kerner. And this guy's got it figured out. Like, he knows me better than I know me. And this book, even if you don't want to necessarily focus on oral sex specifically, just the way, I mean, it is just the female pleasuring guide. I... I bravo to him. I love the guide so much. Um, so definitely that's a great one for you guys again? to have. She comes first.
0: She comes first.
1: Yeah. And he did write a follow up for men called. He <laughs> comes it? last. He comes last. Oh, sure, I forget he what the second one is. He does
0: is the name of the book for <laughs> men. <laughs> he comes in I the can't end. I remember the second one. But. He's very stressed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, uh, but I, she comes 1st Is been phenomenal. So anyway, um, but thank you for writing. Uh, yeah, and those, hopefully ideas. those will put you in the right direction. Um, oh, I, Oh, and go go looking for the books
2: with the girl. Take her with you. And oh yeah, have that's her pick fun, it out with you. It's like a
1: date. Yeah,
2: that's a great thing the, to do. Yeah.
1: And the sexuality. Like if you go to a gigantic uh, mon- monstrosity bookstore, if there's one still open near you, just it's in self help, and un- under that it's sexuality. Sometimes it's really hard to find the sex section.
0: Right. That's interesting. Self help. Help yourself.
1: Yeah. Sometimes but, in the psychology section, but it's just, I always have to hunt for it. Because I can never quite tell, or sometimes in your health it's or sometimes in relationships it's just it's just hard to find it sometimes so I'm just saying know. Yeah. but Maybe uh, that's how
0: bookstores justify having those books to uh more tight types of people yeah you know? hm yeah.
1: yeah. huh yeah, I mean, my podcast – actually, funny enough, this podcast, the Sex Nerd Saunders podcast, is under the health section on iTunes. Really? And I've had comments of people being like, I don't fucking know – this isn't a comedy podcast. I don't know why it's marketed as a comedy podcast. I'm like, it's, it's not. We happen to be very humorous individuals, <laughs> but we're, we're talking about bettering your life. So, yeah. and I'm like – but I can't respond to your comment, and I'm sad about that. All this
2: podcast is doing is making me have better sex.
1: Uh, Who needs
0: that? (laughs) One star. No,
1: most of the comments are actually... I need a clear
0: description of what's going to happen, and if it veers away from that at all, I'm upset. (laughs)
1: Yeah, no, but most of the people on iTunes have been fabulous. And if you do enjoy this podcast, please comment on there, because it helps uh, other people come and and see the podcast as well um so and it's been it's been really great so far so if you like it please um support us and, and tell your friends and all that stuff so uh with that i think it's a time for our last question which is kind of it's it's a doozy and i'm really? excited yeah it's um well it's let, let's take a look real quick here uh hi sandra i have two questions that are well i think a little awkward background. I'm almost 30 and I've only been with around three men. I've had a few orgasms in my life due to sex. I can count them on one hand and I know it's all in my head because I find it hard to relax and get in the zone even when I masturbate. I'm seeing this guy for a little bit more than a month now and he's crazy about me. He's also very sexy and I'm totally in love. So due to my lack of experience, I'm nervous and have this huge complex that I'm not good in bed. He's extremely sexual several times a day and he's really good at it. He knows what he's doing. However, that was in parentheses, that's why I didn't like that. <laughs> However, the fact that I don't have an orgasm frustrates him. I made the mistake of telling him that I faked it in the beginning because he asked, and even though I lied, he caught up on it. Don't lie! And That was me saying that, not her, mm-hmm. talking to herself. And now he's questioning every moan. I'm still faking it, and I don't want him to know that. And he always wants to know details. Um things like that. I don't want to talk to him about it. So here are my questions. One, how can I make him get off my back about those questions? And two, how can I get him to tell me how to improve my skills, mostly during oral sex, without avoiding the, I don't want to talk unless you start talking thing? I feel that I will open up at some point, but I need to do it on my own terms. Till then, if you do have a suggestion, please help. P.S. You've been a great help in a lot of my awkward thoughts. Thanks. Oh, wow. What am oh, I sending? That's yeah. great. Uh, wow, that was a lot. Yeah, that is heavy. a lot. Oh, man. Most of the people uh, who write me, they're just like, there's so much. And I, I it just, it's like, I do coach also. So if somebody does want to work with me one-on-one, they can go to my website and, and find out more about my coaching. Um, but just immediately, the thing that really sticks out is not so much that she's having, in their relationship, if she's crazy about this guy, she is, shown him that she's not being honest in her sexuality. right? Um, And that's the hard part about faking orgasms is a lot of people want to make the other person feel really good, but then by faking it, you're not being honest. And then if they find out, then there's this awkward, like, oh, I don't know when you're being honest thing. And I don't know if you're just trying to please me right now, if you're actually enjoying yourself, that's really important. And that starts a really big breakdown of trust. Um, So that to me is the most important thing in this email more than just how do I work on myself? No, sure. Um, The thing is, at this point, and this has been a little bit since she's written, uh, but when I first became sexual with a partner, I would have dishonest bones and I and I would be more vocal and and it wouldn't necessarily be in response to what was actually happening, but just sort of me trying to create a soundtrack Um, and so, and, and that really did nothing for my own experience, uh, sexually and it didn't help the relationship at all. Um,
0: Well, but I will say that, that from what she's writing, the, the way that this guy who, who, I mean, I don't know him, I'm not trying to judge this person, but from the way that he's reacting to finding out that she's faking is only adding stress to the situation, Mm -hmm. you know? So you're right. I, but she, she needs to be more honest. But I could see being in her shoes and he's like, well, are you, is this real? Is this real? And then just wanting to fake it more, you know, like, it seems like they both need to really chill out. Yeah.
2: yeah. They totally. both need to either grow up or become more mature. Yeah. It. He, like, it's hard because the, one of the things about relationship sex means that it's, no, sex is, this isn't a logistical, mechanical thing. You're intertwining the weight of your relationship in a physical behavior also. So it's like, yeah, uh, yeah. He needs to. I don't know what is a symptom of the relationship and what is a symptom of the sexual behavior. In, in a way, with the, right. from reading this email, it sounds like some of it is also a relationship thing. Like he may not be a cool dude. That may be the bottom yeah. line. He may not be great for you. But he,
1: oh, he, I I think he sounds nice.
0: <laughs> it's oh, we can't tell from this we
1: don't, I can't tell
0: either way. I'm just saying. Oh, like,
1: uh, she is very happy with him. She says that yeah. she's in love. She uh, like she's really sure. excited. Sure, sure. But definitely some. Partners, lovers of women, whether it's right. who, no matter what their gender, there is a certain, like, you coming makes me feel better as a lover. Yes. And it can be very difficult. Um, but obviously, he's kind of getting too. Inc- he's getting sounds, wound up by it. Yeah. He's yeah, like, yeah. so uh, how about now? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? <laughs> is there, like now, and he's con- It sounds like he's checking in too much and really making her in, feel a little. Weird.
2: On, on the University of Nebraska's football stadium i'm a graduate of the university of nebraska the year 2000 and uh it says not the victory the glory but the deed Ooh. and that is something that follow should follow you through all through your life and he needs you, you if you can vocalize that to him like and basically say whether or not i come i enjoy being with you your penis inside of me makes me feel close to you you it makes us feel makes this relationship feel great and makes me happy whether or not I come, and he needs to learn to understand that, and hopefully he can accept that. And sort of going on to your second part of the question of like, well, how do I ask him what he wants without him asking me what I need? What I need to come? Hey, why don't you just tell he want? If if that's the thing, then go like you know what I would really like. I'd like you to have me naked, get massage oils, rub my back, slowly start fingering me build into sex, whatever it is, the thing that you wouldn't mind him doing to you. Why not tell him, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: you know, you may not come and he may not be completely satisfied with the results of it, but it's okay for it to be tit for tat in that situation. Sure.
0: And I would bet you that if you, if you had a a conversation with this guy about like, okay, look, I, I promise from now on, I won't fake it, but you need to know that I've had trouble with sex my entire life. Like I've only orgasmed this many times. Um, And it's just tough for me. I'm not completely comfortable. It's not you. It's just how I am. Then this guy, um, you know, I mean, you say he loves you that I'm sure what will happen is he will become completely understanding and then he will make it his mission in life to be the best orgasm you have ever had and make it. You know what I mean? Right. And he'll probably be obsessed in a more endearing way and like won't bug you about it.
1: Yeah, you know, like it's—it's it's, it's almost like they're like sexually jousting, yeah. And they need to get on the same team. Sure,
0: right, right. Team uh, there team we are. orgasm.
1: It really, is. I, I just,
0: meant to say. By the way, I went to school at USC, and uh, on the side of USC's Coliseum, it just says "coming" is the only thing that's important.
2: I actually believe so that. We're,
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's you know not any Trojans? <laughs> you know any
2: Trojans? That's not unbelievable. That's uh, um. Do you want to say did you want to say Yeah, I think oh, I cut you off with the No, my no, nonsense. it's okay.
1: Um Okay, so it's really easy just to tell someone, "Okay, so just have a conversation and say, "Okay, from now on I'll be honest." But really, you have to practice that because it's sure. hard. And it, and those uh, behaviors and and habits will come right back in. So, a really great thing you can do is like, "Look, I get it. Like you are going to question if I'm being honest because I have been faking it in the past and that does not help us. So how about this? I'm totally horny and I would love to get down tonight. The thing is, is that you're going to notice if I try and be totally honest about what I'm experiencing, I'll probably be reacting different and probably a lot quieter. And I might not seem as into it mainly because I'm not putting on a show like I was, but I need to feel safe that you're not going to freak out if I change. Because – and then someone's like, are you okay? Are you okay? And, it's, and really, you will seem different if you're being totally honest in how you react. And right. really just try it out once and see if that – how that is. I mean, you can learn a lot if you just relax. and yeah. and
0: yeah. Uh, You can learn a lot in
1: you, it, just you think, I
2: like that. With situations like this, that it's a good idea to kind of throw a curve – like a curveball in there of like to take their – head. Take yeah.
1: yeah, it's like really just okay. Sorry, I was like, imagining actually violence. have a
0: baseball and throw, throw it, at it at your at partner. partner. <laughs> but just
2: you know, like, tear it. you know, put another variable in there. Maybe bring something else into the into the exchange between the two people, so that to get your head off of it. Like, mean try
1: something new to balance the playing field.
2: Right. That's why I thought of like the massage or something to where you're not thinking about penetrating sex orgasm thing. You're thinking. Make it more tact, make it tactile and sensual. Don't make it sexual. And l- and that, that is helps. valuable.
1: That's totally valuable in its own right. It's 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 hard. I don't know. I think I think I'm probably gonna email with this person a little bit more because she seems really interesting. Like she's really like well, she seems, seems like a out. sweet
2: girl. Yes. Yeah, totally.
1: And I've told women before if you've been faking it and you want to actually like get to the bottom of your sexuality and really not fake it anymore and be awesome, but you don't want to tell your partner that you've been doing it because that could really break down the trust. Just to finish up this question. A really great thing you can do because our sexualities do change over time is just say, hey, you know what I'm noticing lately is that my body's not responding to sex the same as it was before. I don't know what it is, my hormones or what, but I'm having a little bit more difficulty. We may need to change a few things to accommodate what's going on with me and just kind of try and clear the slate a little bit so that you too, can kind of start fresh and there and that no, you don't have that old baggage and so it's it's a really nice way just to begin again. Oh, I found that really nice. That's great.
0: Yeah. That is really great. Yeah. That's really cool.
1: Yeah, I was eating cake at a at a bachelorette party and, and this girl was <laughs> like, "Look, I have this problem."
2: And so, huh.
1: it was a really nice moment. I enjoyed it. Anyway, I mm-hmm. ah, teach. So,
2: once again, communicate, communicate, communicate.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh, go Trojans. The condoms, right? Yeah, the condoms Wear condoms Wear condoms is what you're saying Practice safe sex is what I'm trying to say Okay
1: Um, Well, Dave and Ed, I appreciate you both being here with me
0: Oh, I appreciate you Thank you
1: and guess what, guys? This is the part where I totally thank Carvin because Carvin is the reason you can hear us right now. Yay! Carvin.com. They gave us all this audio equipment here at Nerd Melt uh, in Hollywood. And uh, it's pretty rad, right? They yeah. make amazing- There's
0: a Carvin store right down the street from...
2: They make yeah. amazing guitar amps that like basically... Like Brendan Small, I know, is using them. Who does lips. I play guitar. If I could afford a nice Carvin amp, I would love it. Uh... It is something to be desired. It is something to be desired. Check them out, yeah. Yeah, They have really great PA systems. Nice.
1: All right, well, sex nerds, enjoy yourselves, and uh, go 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 team fun!
0: fun! (laughs) Let's do it again for Dave. (laughs) The go threw me off. (laughs) I wasn't ready for go (laughs) for some reason. Okay, hands in the middle. Hands in the middle, guys.
1: Go Go team
0: team
2: fun!